has these dumbass lines. Mm -hmm. A thousand shows. Mm -hmm. You ready, love? Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jackfries Hall. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about what do the boots on the ground do for the buyers? Yesterday, we talked about what the BOG does for the sellers, that length actually. <laughs> and uh, if you didn't catch it, the episode before that, the uh, day before, we really defined what the boots on the ground are. So um, this, might, this episode might have more meaning if you go back to the, the Monday aired episode about what the heck are they, these guys talking about? BOG, boots in the ground, every other word. Right, right and I want to remind that we're here with our uh, Phoenix MSA boots on the ground, uh, Christine and Ken Bond. And well, yes, we are wearing the same shirts that we wore yesterday and the day before. <laughs> in case you are wondering, we don't just live in this. <laughs> we are here during uh, the 4th of July break together and we're filming five episodes back to back. Yeah. But they're just, they're airing daily. Exactly. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Stanley asks, what uh, are the biggest and smallest deals you have ever done? Well, I kind of want to know the answer to this too. Well, these are house deals now. <laughs> oh, <so>. okay. <laughs> like, like, bring it. We have a, a house transaction here in California uh, in the works right now. The acquisition price is about seven fifty. And or seven sixty ish, and the sale price will be about a million bucks, maybe one point one. So that's uh, as far back as I can remember the largest house sale I've ever done, or we've ever done. And the smallest is man, really tiny. I bought a cabin uh, on Prince Edward Island in Canada for like twenty two thousand dollars one time from a bank, really quickly, and sold it for like one hundred and twenty. So that, for, like I said, that's a pretty large spread, but. Smallest and largest. There's a lot of stuff in between. And quite honestly, it's, I can't remember. Exactly. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. But a typical deal for us, more importantly, is probably what acquisition <clears throat> price: two hundred, two ten to three hundred. Mm -hmm. Sale price: three sixty to you know. We try to make between forty and a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars yeah. split three ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. good question. Yeah. Today's topic: What do the boots on the ground do for the buyers? This is why you're listening. So we talked yeah. about the sellers. We got, uh, Christine got us to the point where we own the property. Mm -hmm. By the way, we haven't put any money into this thing yet and won't because our, our investors did. So we own the property. So what do we do next? How do we help the buyers, mm -hmm. the potential buyers? Yeah, so um, I, as, as, we, as we are in the, I was back up for a second. As we are in the close process, we are also looking, starting to create the, the profile sheet the listing profile sheet for that particular property. And um, so we're pulling, you know, information, the specs about the house. So that's that's in the works and, and getting that all developed. I would at that point also where we, we've had that we had the property, we're also starting to list it. And we've used a couple of, um, you know, for example, Congress Realty, you know, the online mm -hmm. listings. So we're also listing it there and mm -hmm. starting to um, the whole marketing aspect of the of the property um yeah and so <laughs> i'm sorry to just, i realized like, i need a tissue you know what, Joe, there's never, never a dull moment with you can i have a tissue please Joe, one of the reasons that the four of us get along is because we have type triple a personality so 
So Jill <laughs> telling this perfect, beautiful story about how these deals go and how we make hordes of money. And Jill's, I think, a little bit bored with it. She's just too slow for her. It's a little too slow for her. So she wants, she's thinking about her Sorry. nose and her body temperature and the fact that My she needs to start Kleenex. And what's great is I can sense that something was going on. So um, is everything okay? You know, it's good news for me because usually when she writes and flips the script over and writes notes, it's, stu- it's usually stuff like Steve, slow down. <laughs> Steve, you suck. Jeez, Steve, you're not smiling enough. Fortunately, I'm not in trouble right now, so it's good. Okay. I'm sorry, Christine. Go ahead. <laughs> This is truly unscripted. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so where was I? <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, yes. Okay. So now we've we've listed the property on the, MLS. on the MLS, and we're starting to get calls. So this is where the fun fun begins. Um, we so the, the again as we were mentioning in the in the previous episodes, the the range of the calls you get are i mean the, the rate it's drastically different you we get calls that hey i will i will you know my offer that right here on the phone my offer is i don't know 100 150 less than what we're posted out there and right. then you have some that are also we're getting offers in the email that's the other thing as you you know with their listing you're posting how they're going to contact you um and then we we finally narrowed down to okay this is one that seems to be a legitimate offer what are the next steps you know with that with the buyer and so Wait, before we get to that Joe, you should really talk about building a buyer's list in a new market. I was just yeah. thinking about that. Building an open house yes. and, and some of the stuff that has to happen in the first few deals when you get into a market yeah. to develop. Uh, so that's a great description right. of the retail, selling a property retail. Right. We don't like to do that. That's not our first right. choice. In fact, most of the deal, points. the most yeah. recent one we did was that way. And, and yeah. it's all, yes. and it went longer than we thought. Mm-hmm. And it didn't go exactly how we thought. So that's why it's stuck in our minds, I think. Right. But what we typically do, go ahead. What do we typically well, do? Well, our goal is to have a really good buyer's list and never have to list a property. Yeah. yeah Everybody wants an off-market deal. And <clears throat> we have off-market deals. But when you're new in a, in a city, in a place, they don't, for some reason, you know, they don't know you yet. You don't have the reputation yet. So just saying I have an off-market deal and emailing it to a bunch of potential buyers, in our case, usually to other investors, it's not quite enough. So we have found that we put it in the MLS have an open house mm-hmm. and start to collect these buyers, meet them investors and get to know them. Only investors open only open house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and build up a good group of people. Then they're like, okay, now we know you guys are legit. Yes. And then, and then as time goes on, you know, yeah. we do have a good buyers list and I really don't have to put in the MLS. I really can just email them. And we have several that are all on a first name mm-hmm. basis that that we all know how i know what they're looking for they know how we work you know it's just a, a perfect uh storm if you will so but one of the things like like Stephen's saying we do is uh in a new market right we'll do it right away and this is the goal the goal here is to sell it fast i don't want to hang on to it for a long time i want to be cash in cash out escrow and everything in days or weeks not weeks and Days. months, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, my goal is to find another cash investor like me who's trolling that neighborhood, who's already, right, got a dumpster a block yeah. over, and he, he already knows job. the area, he's got the architect, he's got, you know, whatever, he's got his designer, he's got his crew ready to roll, he just wants to move him over here, so, and, and he wants this deal too, so this is great, but how you get mm-hmm. started is, traditionally, we, we, you know, put in the MLS, and 
we start getting ready as we're getting ready to close, we're all getting ready to post it because mm-hmm. the day, the day that it's recording, we want to hit that button and have it out on the MLS. And you know, that first weekend after, or however many, whatever day we pick, have a nice open house and be ready to start showing it mm-hmm. and get those guys coming in. Yep. That's the thing. And they, they, they do, especially with investor special. And we put our silly little sign out in the yard. Mm-hmm. That's like a, you know, almost a for sale by owner, you know, investor special with our phone number. They call it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then one of the things I would say too is um, a good tip is we've learned keep, even though once you have it and it's under contract and being sold, keep that stupid sign in the yard because they're still calling you and you're going to keep building up we'll a good list. investor list. Yes. Yeah. Too. And now, because we do have 20, 30 people, you know, in just this one small area that we just quickly can blast it out to them every time we get another one. Really helps to hand that inspection that you, that yeah. the inspection passed our acquisition process, the physical inspection. It's easy to hand that to the next buyer yep. and say, look, this was done three weeks ago and mm-hmm. we had no one set foot in the house. So everything holds here. I hope we can save some time. It saves some time and money. You know, so we do that. We actually... send it as an attachment. If we're emailing them, we'll send it as an attachment. And the MLS, we can put it in there too. Mm-hmm. So it's all right there. They all get their own inspections anyway. That, you notice that? That was a goof. Well, one time it was a goof because they didn't see ours. Because it wasn't posted correctly in the MLS. But some... I think it's a guy thing maybe. Maybe. Like, people just want to get like, eh, I don't trust that guy's inspection. It yeah. costs a couple few hundred bucks just to get my own guy out there. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 But it's, it says you're serious if you just add up something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We just did it. Here you go. I'll yeah. Just and there's just the full transparency. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's upfront. This is the property. This is what you're getting. Um, but I do agree there if it, there. it starts with what is the strategy for that property? Is it the the quick and a no and starting to forecast what you believe your buyer is going to be? Because right. there's been times where, where we've actually were forecasting, oh, it's going to be an investor. And then actually we find out. It was, it was the end user. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, the, it was the mom and the kids. Yeah. Like, right. Which they had all intentions to, <laughs> like, to remodel that. Are they living in that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So just, yeah. <laughs> I understand the strategy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So the, the open houses, I agree. It starts to establish within that local area a, a buyer's list. Mm-hmm. Leaving the, the sign out, what we found is as they call in, we'll tell them, oh, that, that house is under contract. They immediately will ask, oh, do you have anything else? Yep. Yeah. Anything available? You've got, You're on my list now. All, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Soon. When you buy the house right, selling it's easy, especially to wholesalers. Yeah. When you buy the house right, but you mark it up a lot, like we recently did uh, on a retail thing, it always works. We made a ton of money on the deal, almost a hundred thousand bucks, but it took a long time. Yeah. I think it took ninety days. Oh, maybe, maybe months. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> and yes, it shouldn't it because it's not even our money. <laughs> yes, it did. Right? Did, did it sell yet? Did it sell yet? Right. Exactly. So I'd like to think that the, the role or the the difficulty level or the time commitment for the BOG on the sell side is a lot less than the buy side if we do every we're all doing it right. Yeah. I think the hard works in the acquisition. Yeah. It's just like land. You make all your money when you buy it, not when you sell it. So I hope that's true. With it. do you think it is? Yes, I, I yes, I agree. Because at that point, it's it's. We're, we, you're, you're the emotional aspect, which we've found in a number of cases on the seller side. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't have that anymore. We own the property, and we want to, we want to sell it as quick as we can. We're entertaining mm-hmm. all offers, reasonable offers, I would say, definitely at times. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I would agree. So I'd like to point out something here that I, I think a lot of people do this differently. We own the asset. We bought it, paid for. Our name is on the deed. 
You know, it's not an assignment. It's not a contract. I'm not out shopping a contract or something. And I think, I hope for you all, I'd like to hear your your take on it. When you're talking to other investors, Mm -hmm. it's probably like, oh, really? It's kind of weird, you know? Like everybody thinks, okay, you're just, you know, passing off the contract or the option. Right. Like, no, we own it. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good point. And again, it, the, they, um, they take you serious. They, you. Yes. They take you serious and they know that absolutely we have a best interest in trying to sell the property as quick yeah. as we can. But yes, I agree. Is that, that I would say that has helped m- m- all of the conversations that yeah. informing them that we own the property yeah. mm-hmm. and we can close. Oh, by the way, if you want to close tomorrow or if you want to close two weeks from now, we're going to go. Let's just yeah. make the, make the deal. Isn't that great? Yeah. I love too. Also the, our whole philosophy is we're trying to make this much because we want them to make this much because then they're going to keep <clears throat> coming back. Mm-hmm. We want these investors. We're, we're not getting greedy here. We, you know, we have our numbers that we're hitting, but we want our investor to yeah. just like come in, make it beautiful and kill it. And then he's all they're going to do is come back and go, all right, I need five more of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's is, the goal. This is really, really important. It's the person that you sell this house to who's going to renovate it and sell it out retail needs to make more money than you. And if that's not the case, you're asking too much for the property wholesale. Yeah. Uh, you never want to maximize price on an asset sale in a wholesale environment. Never. Mm-hmm. And it goes against everything that we've ever learned about real estate our whole lives. That our parents have taught us and everything. Maximizing sale price is like an international error. And like, I mean, if you go to some bazaar right. in India, yeah. the seller wants to maximize the price of, uh, for a piece of silver jewelry that you're buying for some reason. And it's just human nature. And I don't, that doesn't work here. It does it when you're the end end sellers on retail, but it doesn't, in my opinion, yep. uh, mm-hmm. wholesaling anything. You should be cheaper. Sam Walton built Walmart on that concept. Yeah. When he bought stuff cheaper, he sold it cheaper and, it, and he built an empire based on that. And we have a little tiny empire version of that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> little tiny now, but it's not going to be later. <laughs> hey, I know your time's valuable. Thanks for spending some of it with us today. Uh, join us next time for the episode called What the Boots on the Ground Do for Us as Investors. Mm-hmm. And we answer your questions posted on our online community found at houseacademy.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Do you have announcements? I don't. Good. None. Did you guys get everything out that you wanted to say on about the the buyers? About the buyers? I think so. Okay. I think so. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have a problematic buyer? Uh, yes. Give us one. (laughs) Um, It goes back to the, again, there's the buyers that know the process and then there's the buyers that do not know the process. Mm -hmm. And I I would, the example where we shared the the profile of we were anticipating it was going to be an investor. And it ended up being the actual family that wanted to live in that home. It oh, completely yeah. changed our approach with that transaction because yeah. that was, we never thought in a million yeah. years it was going to be the end user, the, the family to live there. Because yeah. um, yeah. it needed some work. That house is pretty banged up, right? Yeah. yeah. How did they get a loan on it? No yeah, clue. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was worried about that. Yeah. I remember that too. I don't know. That's yeah. Funny. And then we were hearing that they were going to completely change their. Their backyard into, yeah. into a racetrack, a, race yeah. a, a motor racetrack. <laughs> That's the other thing when you're like, oh, geez. We have a wholesaler <laughs> in the Phoenix market. Uh, I mean, we have a we have a person who buys land from us in the Phoenix market, and 
He's extremely professional, so are we. And as soon as I have a land deal in the Metro Phoenix market come in, I send him a text with the APN. It's a series of numbers and that's it. And in, within a minute, he said, sends me either a Y or an N. Yeah. And that's the kind of deal I like yes, doing. Yeah. Those are great. The mm -hmm. APN and the price. And, it, and, it's, and then he takes a deal from there. And I don't know about it. And he sends me the money. It's perfect. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Wherever you're watching or wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We're, We're Stephen Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.